I'm Landon Martin. I'm a quarterback from Strasburg High School. I'm a sophomore in class of 2020. I'm Matthias Brown. I'm offensive, I play offensive line. I'm from Strasburg High School, and I'm class of 2022. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Playmakers Corner. Corner. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, and we have some special guests as in more than one on this show for the first time interviewing together. Uh, boys, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, so your name, what position you play, what year, uh, like graduating class you are, and then where you're from. All right, so I'm Matthias Brown. I play right tackle, middle linebacker, and I'm also a long snapper um, for Strasburg High School, and I'll be graduating um, class of 2022. I'm uh, Landon Martin. I'm a quarterback, or quarterback free safety class of 2024 and i go to strasburg high school boys thank you for coming on to the show we really appreciate it man um i've done as y'all know i've done a lot of breakdowns on strasburg players last year i did three of y'all seniors y'all's a little big three over there aj colin and uh and tristan graf tristan obviously being our uh top five running back in the state as well and so you know it's really it's always a good deal whenever i get strasburg boys on and whatnot it's always a good deal so appreciate y'all i appreciate you man thanks for giving us love yeah, hey, absolutely, man. And hey, Landon, I wanted to ask you this question, man, because I noticed your last name is Martin. Are you by any chance related to a Connor Martin? I am. That's my older brother. Really? Dude, okay. Okay, I wanted to ask you off air, but I figured we might as well do it on the podcast. I know Connor, man. He, uh, We actually worked together. I think it, it must have been his freshman year, but he was on event staff very briefly. And so, you know, we worked together there. And um, I definitely remember this dude, man, because I remember asking him, like, yo, I know you're on the football team and whatnot, but, like, where are you from? And I think he's – I don't know if he said Strasburg. He might have just been, ah, oh, some small town out in Colorado. I'm like, all right, okay, okay. You know, and so that's actually really cool, man. Connor, he's a good dude. And, you know, <laughs> the last couple of years, me and my boys on the sideline, at football games i've been yelling at the coaching staff to put him in so that's awesome to hear man i i yeah. i honestly wasn't sure like i remember like looking through your instagram and be like man this dude looks mad familiar man that's the small world that's awesome man yeah we, i mean i hope we can see con get some play time this year but yeah we watched him at strasburg i he was who i watched growing up so that was always a lot of fun Hey, absolutely. And for the listeners out there that don't know, Connor Martin, he's currently over at uh, my alma mater. Actually, currently, everyone who works at the PMC has went to UNC at one point or another, except for Mason Austin. And so we're all very familiar with uh, the Northern Colorado football team, Coach McCaffrey, and what they're doing over there. So that'll be really exciting. But all right, then. Well, just wanted to throw that out there, man. Just ask you, but let's kind of get into this thing. So these next two questions we ask every single guest and so uh, each of you could answer it at you know your own time and whatnot but uh question number one so just wanted to ask y'all you know obviously y'all are both athletes uh matthias you are a senior i believe this year and whatnot so you have a little bit more experience here but uh either way i just wanted to ask you know what are y'all's favorite sports memories or a sport memory that you have that you participated in so this is a sport memory that you were actively like you know playing in a game or something like that this could be in practice or in game or wherever and it could be any sport on any level so uh so yeah go feel free to answer that i'll probably start it off here last basketball season so my freshman year 
Uh, I ended up, after a couple games into the season, being named a starter, which was pretty cool. And I think it was my second or third game in as the starter. We played against Resurrection Christian, who is who's always a really good Patriot League team, always probably consensus top three. And uh, we've Coach Bowlers, who's our basketball coach, and our program has never won a game against Resurrection Christian in the regular season. So we came out. I had my highest scoring game of the season. And in a nail-biter, we beat Rez. And I just remember the celebration post-game, the talk uh, Coach Pullers gave us and all that. That's probably my favorite sports memory so far. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're very familiar with Resurrection Christian. Um, Obviously, this episode hasn't come out yet. It will come out probably in an hour or two uh, today. But we actually have Resurrection Christian up there for uh, football as well. But they're always a good school. All right, then. Oh, yeah, always, always. What about you, Matthias? Um, so my actually more recently, I'd have to say my favorite sports memory would be from this past season, this past football season when we uh, had gone down to La Harta to play Centauri. And I mean, we started off really slow. We weren't playing very well. And then um, our fourth quarter, 21 point run just to end that, just to end that season, just to end that game that way against Centauri, who I consider to be now probably one of our rivals. I probably have to say that. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're a good squad, man. Obviously, we talked about them on that 1A breakdown, but uh, I was able to look through that game. That was a good one for sure, for sure. So, all right, then. I like it. I like it. All right. So the other question we ask um, our guests on the show is, you know, what's your favorite like sport, like fan slash reviewing experience? So you were a fan in the stands or on the sideline or at home uh, just watching a, um, you know, just watching a game or something like that, because we're just going to go ahead and assume that y'all are some sports fans here. But what's your favorite fan experience, sport fan experience? I probably have to say mine was. Super Bowl 50 when the Broncos won it. I've been a Broncos fan since I grew up. My dad was around the Broncos for a little bit. So it was kind of a, I mean, I was like homegrown into being a Broncos fan. So watching them win the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning's one of my favorite players of all time. Watching him win it as he goes out, that was pretty cool. Hey, that's a good one, man. Uh, if Cody was here, he would absolutely love that answer because, you know, he's a diehard Broncos fan as well. But I totally get that one. That was a good one for sure. I enjoyed that. And I wasn't a Broncos fan. So understandable. Uh, what yeah. about you, Matthias? Um, for me, it's basically the same thing other than not the same team. Um, I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. And um, watching them win the Super Bowl meant a lot to me because, I mean, we've always been not a very good franchise it always sucked and our fans are always gotten like this bad rap which is kind yeah. of understandable they are we some of us are kind of outrageous but uh <laughs> the super bowl uh meant a lot especially with backup nick Foles going in there defeating tom brady yeah no nah, i got you man all right all right okay okay um i'm a steelers fan so i i know all about pennsylvania fans <laughs> and whatnot for sure but hey that's a that's another good one those are two classics to be honest with you so um definitely get that but you know let's talk about y'all's game though so uh obviously i haven't done breakdowns on both of y'all yet uh matthias you've been on my radar for like over okay not over a year but for about a year since I checked out uh, Tristan Graff's film for the yeah. first time, for sure. Uh, Landon, 
I have seen your name, but I haven't seen your film yet. And so, you know, those breakdowns will for sure come this season. Y'all best believe. And, you know, whenever they do, we'll talk about that another time. But um, just to talk about y'all's game just real quick, briefly here, you know, um, so the listeners could understand y'all as players a little bit better. But uh, what player or players do y'all model your game after? And, you know, this could be players on any level. It could be one player or multiple but you know what? What's a player that you really look at and y'all are like, yeah, that, that that's kind of who I am. That's kind of like my play style right there, or a you know, um, mental approach there. Um, for me, I'd have to go. This it's kind of for me. I have to go with the Seattle Seahawks linebacker Bobby Wagner. I mean, he's kind of the reason why I chose to play as number fifty-four. I've always loved him. He's always been an amazing linebacker, and so I try and play the way he plays he might he's a little bit better than me but i do definitely try and model my game after him <laughs> hey i like that that's that's a good answer we haven't had that yet and we've had a couple of linebackers come onto the show as well so i like that i like that all right then uh what about you landon um that one's kind of tough just because i'm still pretty young and kind of figuring out my own game as well but one that my dad oh my dad always compared connor to the quarterback jake Plummer and he compares my game a lot to Connor's now. Jake Plummer was pretty smooth. He could make a lot of the throws, and he seemed kind of unfazed, and I like to think that's how I play the game. Ooh, okay, okay. That's a pretty unique That's a pretty unique uh, comparison there, but, you know, it does make sense. So I, I, I see that. I see that. All right, then. All right, then. All right, so, you know, now that we talked about your game a little bit more, let's kind of transition here, right? So let, let's get to the meat of this interview right so uh i just want to keep it 100 with y'all you know what was y'all's reaction to our breakdown of the 1a level you know be as honest as y'all want you know obviously we did not put y'all's um Look, we just didn't put y'all as a team in there because we were talking about, you know, contenders and teams that we really felt like were surefire, like at least, you know, make a deep run in. And Strasbourg, you know, y'all are a great program. I'll I'll admit that first off because I've been able to see it first firsthand. You know, y'all are a fantastic program. Um, you know, I know Connor's team back in the day, they were pretty good as well. And so y'all have no problem, you know, replacing talent and going from there. And so, you know, there's definitely, you know, just the program that y'all are in right now, there's definitely a case for y'all to be a dark horse just because of the culture and the history y'all have. And so that's kind of our reasoning uh, there. But, you know, y'all were missing a lot of players, a lot of players that are graduating, going on, doing better, bigger things. Um, and so that's kind of why we didn't put y'all there. But uh, let me digress, though. What was y'all's reaction to the 1A breakdown uh, from last week? I believe that was episode 52. Um, you know... The first thing I thought is it, it's got to be hard to try to break down a team when they're losing, like, what is it, four, four starting skill positions and, you know, you don't know much about the guys that are coming up to replace them. So that just had to be tough in itself. But this year we've got some good dudes returning. So, I mean, I hope as the season goes on we can get that ranking up. But I don't give put any blame on you guys just because it can't be easy to – rank a team when you don't know what they got coming up so i i understood the ranking for sure but okay we got a, we got a lot of our, our our entire lines returning besides our uh, our left guard and the one we just had replacing is another senior he's a stud so having that starting line is awesome those guys are all great leaders 
and um, you know, I think I think we'll do good things again this year. Yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, you know, I think I don't know if we we probably could have said this or um, you know stayed on this topic a little bit longer in that one A breakdown, but I want to say Cody might have mentioned it. I know he mentioned Matthias's name and was all like, "Yeah, he's a guy to look out for," but it was really brief, and um, I'd, I'd have to go back and listen because it may have been on off air as well where we talked about it a little bit more. But uh, yeah, no, that's I mean that's fair, that's fair. So appreciate that. Uh, what about you matthias um just like landon said i i totally get it it's hard to be able to rank a team who basically has a whole new skill but um you know our program has always been tough and gritty kids so we'll go out there and we'll do everything we can to be successful this season i know we'll be successful this season but like we said i totally understand why it'd be hard to rank us yeah, absolutely. And even looking at y'all's schedule as well, y'all do kind of have one of the tougher, if not the toughest schedule in the state. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with a trial by fire. That's how you get better, right? Having challenges and overcoming them. Um, I mean, that's how football is, you know. And so uh, speaking of football and y'all's team here, you know, let's let's talk about y'all's team, right? So obviously, you know, the team will always be stronger than the individual, right? You know, the team as a group, as a unit, will always be stronger than the individual. But I wanted to ask your opinions on this, you know. Outside of y'all, obviously, because obviously, if, you know, y'all weren't big contributors to your team, I wouldn't have asked you onto the show. Or, you know, well, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't have. I'm just going to be completely 100 with y'all. But, you know, I yeah. do consider y'all both key players on the squad. But outside of y'all, who are some players on this team that are must-know names, in your opinion, and why? Uh, the first ones that come to mind for me are Zach Marrero. He's a running back and he's a safety this year. He's going into his junior year and he's been a starter since he was a freshman. He's a, he's a really good athlete and he's smooth and it, he's, he's kind of the same way where the lights don't shine too bright for him. So he's always going to be ready for the moment. So he's probably the first one that comes to mind. And then, uh, Caleb Hart, who's replacing Tristan's position. He's a really good athlete. He's super fast and explosive. He actually reminds a lot of people of Tristan, but those are probably the first two that come to mind for me. I don't know who it is for Matthias. Okay. Well, what position does Caleb play? He plays running back as well. Ah, okay, okay. That's right. You said that. Okay. All right, okay. We'll uh, we'll keep that in mind. I'll have to probably get breakdowns of them uh, done as well, take a look at them. But uh, what about you, Matthias? What are some uh, must-know players on this squad? Um, some of the other must-known players, I think uh, first one that comes to mind for me would be Talon Hall. He's a running back and outside linebacker. He's a great leader who's very vocal. He gives his all every play, and um, he just—he's a great—he's just a great—he's a great athlete, great leader. Um, and then another person that comes to mind would have to be uh, Keegan Tiffany. He plays receiver and outside linebacker. He's a very I'd say insane person. He definitely goes out there. He's gonna hit you as hard as he can. He's very smart when he plays and definitely when he comes to blocking, he will get into you and make sure you get pushed back five, 10 yards. <laughs> I like I like how you described him as uh, as insane. <laughs> but you but you need that on your squad. You need a dude who like honestly doesn't care. He's gonna go put a whooping on somebody at any given time. 
So I I, I like that, though. I, I like that for sure. All right, then. So all players you got to look out for. And, you know, you heard it here first, you know, uh, when Strasburg plays. These are players, obviously, uh, besides the one that we have right here that you should be looking out for. And so that'll be big time for sure. All right, then. So, you know, obviously, you know, like I said, Strasburg has a great history. Um, their football program has always been pretty strong. E even through transition years and whatnot, they'll always put up a good fight and win a ton of games and do their thing, right? Um, unfortunately, last year, y'all came really close. Y'all went ahead and played uh, Lyman, who we all know is a powerhouse. You know, obviously, they have Corey Taha, who's over at CSU right now. But even now, you know, they still have a lot of returning players. And, you know, that was a tough way to end that season. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll leave it there. You know, it's just a tough way to end that season. Um, arguably up to that point, uh, there weren't many games to kind of prep y'all for that outside of the playoffs, I would say. And so um, there was a lot of pressure on y'all right off the bat. And so, you know, we'll, we'll kind of leave that in the past here and talk about this year. Right. Because, you know, obviously. AJ, Colin, uh, Tristan, I'm sure they're all great guys and they were fantastic players as well, uh, but they're not here anymore, right? This is y'all's team now. Uh, this is a new season and it's a new year, hopefully a more normal year. And so that should change things for a lot of teams here. But with that being said, you know, obviously every team uh you know at the beginning of the season kind of believes like yeah we're, we're a team that could make some noise we're a contender and whatnot and obviously y'all's team was right there last year you were right there and so um for y'all to at least not make a run would be a little blasphemous i'll be honest with you and so with that being said i want each of y'all to you know kind of put in your two cents here um however way you want but give us a case for why you believe strasburg will be a strong team this year and probably even a contender uh I'll, I'll go ahead and start one thing i've always said about playing football and growing up in strasburg is there's such a rich football culture i mean every friday night half the town packs into our little stadium there's kids running around playing games on one side of the field like looking to the left and seeing the older guys that they dream of being one day and that really i mean at least for me and i know for matthias and probably a bunch of other kids on our team it gives a kid when they're little a, like a goal or something to reach for something to work for and you know our high school coaches get pretty involved at an early age we have a great coaching system all the way through youth and middle school up to high school so i mean that type of stuff it helps a lot with i mean when you lose a good graduating class you're always going to have a bunch of young talent coming up in the pipeline just because everyone loves football everyone wants to be a good football player in this town and other than that i'd say uh, we're all we're strasburg's always really well coached i got a bunch of admiration for coach brown he's probably the smartest football mind i've ever been around so it's hard to feel a lack of confidence when you're playing for someone like him and uh, again with this senior line i mean those guys are all big and strong I'm, it's a uh, it's comforting knowing that you have them kind of paving the way for you in your offense. And then those same guys are over on the other side of the ball on the D line. And, you know, after, I mean, that's a good, you know, those are good building blocks to have good things to be able to build off of. So our DBs coach, our receivers, running backs, quarterbacks coach can help us build off of that. But that starting offensive line, I think is going to be huge for us. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I, you can never go wrong with having a good line, you know. Um, it allows y'all arguably to, you know, have room to grow and make a couple more mistakes here to grow and whatnot. And so um, that's definitely something that you can't you can't just not, you know, acknowledge at all. So I, I get that. Uh, what about you, Matthias? Um, so I have to say that uh, our culture here in Strasbourg is everybody from a young age, all they want to do is come up and be that great football player. All they want to do is play football. And like Landon said, uh, during games, they'd always look over. Be play, they'd be playing football and then look over and looking up at us. Um, it's what we used to do. But, you know, kids out here, all they want to do is just play football and they're going to do whatever it takes to succeed at football and do whatever it would take to get up to the next level. Um, we've always had great coaching staff. Even before Landon got here, I was um, coached by Jeff Geiger who's now at Erie. He's an amazing coach, one of the best defensive minds I've ever known. He's a great guy, and even now with our coaching staff, we have great coaches, great O-line coach, great receivers coach, running backs coach across the whole entire line. But uh, just here in Strasburg, small town, everybody just wants to be that guy for football, and everyone's willing to do whatever it takes to be um, that special football player and go ahead and start winning games. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And you know what? I love that. I love the small town kind of idea. Like, you know, this is football, right? Um, this is why we love football because we grew up with it. This is what our small town's about. You know, I think that's something that obviously, you know, you see it in the movies and TV shows, right? Um, and it's it's definitely dramatized to a degree. But like as well, you know, this is reality for y'all. This is where y'all grow up. This is your hometown. And, you know, it's something to be proud of as well as this program. And so that's fantastic to hear and i mean y'all already know i i, I was gonna be rooting for y'all anyways and keeping an eye on y'all but you know um we'll for sure still be doing that and hopefully make it out to a game I, I'd, I'd like to see that uh that atmosphere you know on those friday nights or whatnot for sure that'd be a that'd be a really fun deal uh to get to if it's possible so so yeah for sure. But, yeah no absolutely so um appreciate y'all giving up giving uh, me uh, y'all's case for why Strasburg will be a strong team this year uh, you know I have no doubts about that you know y'all will definitely give some teams some struggles and I I don't know if I said this on air in that 1A breakdown but you know with y'all's strong culture over there I think most teams know that but also with y'all graduating so many players, you know, for a lot of teams that are going to go over there and play you or, you know, y'all are going to go over to wherever they're at and play them. It might be a trap game for them when they go play Strasbourg. Just being honest, you know, that might be a game they look at and they're like, eh, this is a game we should win, right? And then y'all go in there and, you know, football is football. When you hit the field, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's just you and them. And so... You got to make it happen right there. And so uh, that'll be really interesting to see kind of how that goes on because, you can, you know, it could be a rude awakening for a lot of teams real quick here uh, for sure because, you know, you can never go wrong with a strong culture and a strong line, you know. You got to win something, right, with that and uh, significantly at that. So that's, uh, that's really good to hear. But, you know, kind of transitioning here. So we obviously interviewed uh, Miles Sprague last week and, uh, this is something that we've been kind of wanting to ask more athletes here in Colorado because Colorado 
or aka the box state if you want to call it that is not exactly known to be a football state you know there are some other things it's uh, probably more known for but it has a lot of potential there you know there's good football all around on the 1a level even you know you see so much passion in a lot of these small towns and small schools and you know there's some good football for sure but you know i kind of just wanted to ask y'all in y'all's opinion what are some things that could get colorado to the level where you know they're considered to be a football state like yeah you know when i think of colorado they're like the football state of the rockies but what are some things that y'all feel like could get colorado there um i mean exposure is probably always going to be the biggest thing those athletes from california texas florida always get a bunch of exposure whether it's on social media or national tv or whatever it is but i mean i think it's starting to trend that way a little bit like just the type of stuff you guys are doing I think is really cool for Colorado athletes and then uh Kevin Schaefer as well with his Colorado preps he does a lot for Colorado athletes but the more and more exposure that Colorado athletes can get I think is because we've got a bunch of good athletes I've been able to see I mean even at the 1A level watching my older brothers watching last year and being able to see this year uh Corey Taha Jay Leeper people like that who are obviously going to go on and play college football I mean, there's some really good athletes all across the state. State, So, I mean, just more exposure is probably the number one thing. Okay, okay, fair enough. Matthias, would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree. Just exposure is the big thing. I mean, when you're in California, Texas, Florida, they have recruits going to every single game. Um, they have all the hype around them. So, I just, yeah, exposure is definitely the number one thing. But like he said, what you guys are doing, that's huge for Colorado athletes. Hey, man, and we appreciate that. Um, you know, we appreciate those kind words for sure, man. And we love to do it. That's why we are doing it. Obviously, last year, it was a pandemic year. That's kind of where we first had the idea to put on athletes because it was harder than ever to get that exposure. But, you know, kind of our mission right now is to help Colorado get there. And, you know, by interviewing y'all and um, especially, I would say, especially athletes from smaller cities, because, you know, everyone knows like the Cherry Creeks, Valors, right, because the McCaffrey's went there and whatnot. But, you know, it's the smallest schools that matter as well. They're the base of football, I should I, I at least uh, think. And, you know, if we could elevate that, then the rest will come as well. And so that's kind of a big deal here. So we definitely appreciate that for sure but uh you know kind of talking a little bit more about football here in colorado man um matthias you could probably have a little bit more to say here uh than landon but you know obviously both of you are welcome to answer this question but what's some advice that you would give to high school athletes um making their way through high school middle school whatever aspiring to go on to that next level um you know and this could be advice for, for real for really anything uh for football or for academics or for recruiting matthias if um that's something that you want to talk about as well but what's some advice that you give to some high school athletes here um some advice i'd give is um my number one thing is to always keep going never give up that's the number one thing because if you give up then it's over um, another thing I'd have to say is that if you're gonna, if you aspire for something like I aspire to go play college football, it's my dream is to go play college football. Um, you gotta get your name out there somehow. So, I mean, I've gone to camps. I've um, obviously been talking to you guys. However, I can get myself, my name out there is what I'm gonna be able to do. And that's uh, some other advice I'd give is you're gonna have always have haters, you're gonna have doubters that'll always try and pull you down tell you that you're not gonna make it, you're not good enough and all you gotta do is just prove them wrong go out there show how good you are and show how much 
you care to make that next step big facts spoken like a true veteran you know spoken like a true veteran of the squad i like that i like that all right then man landon what about you i know you know you're kind of a younger quarterback here but you know what what are some things that you would tell either your younger self or like maybe some middle schoolers elementary schoolers uh over at Strasbourg, some advice you'd give them about football and um just being an athlete student athlete. Uh, i would say a big thing is just kind of pri- prioritizing like a lot of kids going into high school don't know what position they want to play or what role they're going to play. And that was kind of it for me last year. I knew we had Colin returning, so I wasn't going to get any PT at quarterback. So before the season started, I was kind of looking around, seeing if I could fit in at receiver or what I could do. And I just realized that there were so many great senior athletes there that it was going to be kind of hard to get on the field. I got in a little bit on defense towards the end of the year, but I um, so it was pretty I was, I was pretty quick to kind of realize my role was going to have to be to sit back and learn for a year and how much that would help me going into this year when I have to step up. And I would just say that you need to uh, you need to find your priorities, really. And after that, you can help yourself find a role. And, uh, you know, pro- that was the biggest thing for me coming into high school. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And that's actually really good advice. Some uh, some athletes could definitely <laughs> take that in mind and whatnot moving forward for sure. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely a hard thing. You know, you kind of got to be, um, you know, humble with yourself and real with yourself to be like, all right, you know, what, <laughs> well, what's my role with this team, you know, this year, you know? And then you could think about it, what, what could be your role with this team next year and do what's best for you, right? And so that's definitely a, um, you know, a great thing to keep in mind and some good advice advice there so yeah but now that we're kind of wrapping up this interview here you know i I wanted to give you all a chance uh for each of y'all to kind of just shout out you know players friends families coaches whoever that has been really important to y'all's academic and athletic career that you like to shout out and thank on this show and you know feel free to take as long as y'all want with this one Ooh, that that's pretty tough uh probably the first one that comes to mind is anyone that coached me in youth sports whether it's football or basketball I mean I get help from from basketball in my football game helping me with my quick t- quick twitch explosiveness and stuff like that and football helps me in basketball it just makes me a better thinker and stuff like that so both go- both coaches everything I've learned from them that's probably helped me a little bit more than they all know but other than that uh I got a good buddy named Colton Hall and his dad, Jason Hall, was my coach growing up all the way. I mean, since I was eight, since I could remember playing football. So Jason Hall and Colton Hall are probably two that come to mind for me. And Talon Hall is also Colton's brother, and he's our starting running back this year. So that whole family has been huge um, for me with my whole athletic career. And then another one that that comes to mind is probably just my dad. He's uh, a – I mean – whether he's hard on me, whether it's kind of a, a moment after a game that I lose, he's always helped. He's always pushed me and given me a lot of good insight on, you know, post game, what could we have done better? Why did we lose? And it's, I feel like it's made me a lot smarter of an athlete and helped me for the high school level to take some criticism because you need to be able to do that. So I'd say that's definitely a good part of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. I love uh, uh, that you shouted out all those people as well. That's always great to hear. So, so yeah. But uh, go ahead, Matthias. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But go ahead, Matthias. 
Uh, so for me, my number one definitely have to be my dad. He's coached me ever since I was little. Um, he's our head coach now, and he's taught me everything I know about football. Every step of the way, he's always taught me how to properly tackle, how to block. I mean, he went play. He used to college. He played college football, so I aspire to be just like him. Um, another person I have to actually shout out would be uh, last year's AJ Hemphill. I mean, he was one of the best uh, middle linebackers I ever got to play with. I absolutely loved him. He was he was like Keegan. He was insane. He just knew he had to go 100% every single time. He was. I've learned a lot from him. And then last person would actually have to be my good buddy Wilson Ames. His mom Mercy. She is. She is the uh, girls basketball coach here, but she pushes everybody and she wants the best for everybody. Um, she's taught me so much when it comes to basketball, which has also helped me when it comes to football. Um, she's a fantastic person and definitely wants the best for everybody. So those are my top three. And then Simon, I did have I did have one more I kind of forgot about. It would be uh, just both my old brothers, Mitchell and Connor. They both went to Strasburg. I grew up watching both of them play. Mitchell ended up playing quarterback at the University of Sioux Falls, which is in South Dakota, and he just graduated. And Connor, uh, you know him. He's playing at UNC right now, battling for that number one spot. But both of them, I mean, obviously just being older brothers is helpful enough. And then what they've done, they coached my youth basketball teams as well. And uh, just being able to watch what they did as athletes um connor so connor was a uh, year younger than mitch so when mitch graduated mitch had a great four-year career connor stepped in as a senior and his first year as a starter they won the state championship and that's something that's kind of stuck with me all throughout my athletic career was just thinking you know it's never too late to do something great so i wouldn't be able to have the right mindset i don't think without both of my uh, without both my older brothers yeah, man, absolutely, and I love that. Um, well, first off, Matthias, you know, love all of your shout-outs as well. Uh, before I forget, before I forget, because I want to uh, talk about Landon's thing here as well. Did AJ, did he get um, offered to play on the next level? Is he at a college right now? Yeah, so him and Colin are both playing at Ottawa University, which is an NAI school in Kansas. AJ went on as a linebacker, and Colin's there as a quarterback right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm very familiar with Ottawa, so that's that's actually really great to hear, man. Um, Loki Ottawa. I, okay, um, there's enough players from Colorado that I've went there from this last year. Um, between you know players that Cody and I have breaking down, that uh, is you know kind of an interesting school. We'll definitely we want to make a trip out there. We don't know if we will because we're prioritizing Colorado football first, but um, that's definitely one to keep out. But um, yeah, no, that's awesome to hear. And then, you know, what you said, Landon, absolutely love that. Actually didn't know that about Connor, man. Um, <laughs> like I knew he was a good quarterback because obviously I've seen the dude throw. I've seen him, you know, get in at the end of games. And uh, is this time to throw shade? Yeah, whatever. I'll throw shade. He was better than Jacob Nip, in my opinion. And um, I know, I, I know... I know this because I watched that dude basically stay at UNC for like eight years. And uh, yeah, I, I felt like personally Connor was better than him. And, you know, 
I also know the one of the high school teammates of Jacob Noob because he's uh he's part of this podcast as well. And so, you know, obviously wishing Connor all the best of luck. That's really awesome to hear about his story. Uh, Loki might have to go back and check that out and, you know, maybe maybe do a little breakdown on that, you know, just just for fun and whatnot. But obviously wishing the best to connor uh for those of you who don't know for the listeners who don't know who aren't like you know tuned into colorado football he is currently at the university of northern colorado uh the other quarterback up there is dylan mccaffrey who was a former five star was a star over at valley christian you know went to michigan didn't really work out came back and now he's with um you know his dad coach mccaffrey over at northern colorado but by all means from what i hear it's a lot closer than you know most people would expect for sure i know McCaffrey is kind of the bigger name but you know I'm just gonna be real UNC we want to win so we gotta go with the best uh best bet there and I don't know if Connor has that much more time left and so he might have actually as much time as Dylan at this point yeah they're but. the same year ah okay okay that makes it even more interesting okay okay well yeah. I love that for sure okay well hey um just saying this right now best of luck to both of those guys obviously you know would love for a small town Colorado quarterback to take over a D1 school. What a heck of a story that would be. That'd be yeah. that'd be big time for sure. So love that. But all right, uh, Landon, Matthias, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast, man. Um, you know, like I said, we want to put on more small schools like Strasburg, and obviously y'all have a great program. Wishing y'all the best of luck this season. We'll for sure be keeping an eye out. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So that will wrap up this interview of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Go ahead and show us some love on all of our social medias. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok as well. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. I know we've been kind of lazy putting up content there, but we will. You know, we'll get it caught up soon enough. But uh, thank you so much and we'll catch you next time.